Welcome to Morning Momentum, your daily dose of encouragement by Russell Harbaugh, blogger at thecaffeinatedleader.com and business consultant at Higher Visions Coaching, Training, and Consulting, timeforvision.net. Hey, Caffeinated Leaders, this is another episode of the Morning Momentum podcast with Russell Harbaugh. This morning, I want to talk about a phrase that I heard in college that one of my professors always said that kind of stuck with me and it's helped me decide when I needed to speak and when I needed to just keep my mouth shut. That's an important thing to figure out, you know. And so he said, everything you say should be uh, truth, but not everything true needs to be said. Let me try that again. Everything you say should be the truth, but not everything true always needs to be said. And I've applied this in many ways as a pastor and a manager and a friend and a husband and as a father. And another phrase that may fit here is, it's okay to let some battles go by. Or uh, another way I like to put it, you don't have to show up to every fight you're invited to. I was listening to a podcast recently where the guest being interviewed said something similar to what we're talking about. And uh, about he was talking about Um, giving feedback to employees. And uh, he said, call people up, not out. And so I've added that to my list of favorite leadership principles. And since one of my guiding principles has always been to leave people better than I find them, it really resonated with me that just because it's my responsibility to bring attention to a performance or lack of performance of a team member, I can be intentional about making sure it is positive encounter and that it leads to development and not just defensiveness or shame. A workplace must have uh, key performance indicators, of course. We need those KPIs. We need ways of managing and measuring productivity and value contribution, etc. Companies with great cultures tend to see these tools and assessments as ways to help people gain awareness for the purpose of development and reward. But companies stuck in the old mindset, you know, the 1950s factory business mindset, they see these tools and measurements as a way to correct and discipline and justify poor compensation and poor treatment. And so as a leader, I find no value or purpose in laying blame. I find no value or purpose in creating defensiveness or putting barriers between team trust. I mean, if feedback is really a gotcha then the employee is going to be spending more energy avoiding being caught than being good. And I would rather my employees be good. When feedback is an opportunity for coaching and encouragement and advice, it tends to lead to a culture of openness, trust, creativity, self-awareness, and best of all, self-improvement. No one wants to have a sense of dread whenever they see their boss's number pop up on their caller ID or when getting an email that the boss wants to see them in their office first thing in the morning. When leadership has consistently made each encounter um, with them to be a call up and not a call out, I believe employees look forward to these calls and meetings because even if something is not going as planned, they know that they're going to be respected, they're going to be coached, they're going to be partnered with toward a solution. A small change in attitude and culture from the boss, the quote-unquote boss, can be the difference between staff putting in extra thought and effort toward that project or putting in extra effort and thought in updating their resume and searching for another job. 
Training a new employee typically costs about 30% of their annual wage, which makes developing your current staff much more uh, effective and efficient and cheaper to your business goals than dealing with unneeded turnover, right? So how can this be applied when performance is lacking? Here are a few things um, I think you should ask yourself before this step, before you go in and give that feedback. Ask yourself, were the expectations fairly set to begin with? Number two, were the expectations fairly resourced and trained for? Three, were there regular checkups or mile markers in place to ensure that poor performance was caught early? And four, are you the right person at the right time with the right attitude to be giving this feedback? If you can answer positively to those four questions, then you may be ready to schedule a call-up with that employee. A call-up is simply making sure that feedback is about positive development of an already great employee to be even better in the future and not a call-out, which is typically an emotional response to a temporary issue that is more about you than them. Here's a few keys to a great call-up. Have data available, not just your feelings. I've been really bad about this one and have approached too many people with a feeling that they weren't, weren't doing well or things weren't going well without being professional and pulling the data and confirming before confronting. This is important for making sure you are right for one. And second, it allows the focus to be on the numbers or data as the problem and not on you. If you aren't the problem, then you are available to be a partner in overcoming the problem and you can be a part of the solution. Here's another tip. Be fully present and positive, dedicated to them and about them, not you. This should be positive. If you as the leader have checked in regularly and not allowed the wrong things to go on too long, then this is simply a course correction and not a tragedy, right? It's not an emergency overhaul. Another tip. Ask for their status report on the project or assignment to check on their self-awareness. This allows you to discern their level of knowledge of the issue and how they have been either working through it or ignoring it. It gives you some more information. Another tip, review the agreed-upon expectations that were clearly communicated at the beginning. That way you both are working off the same set of goals and expectations. Then discuss without judgment the gap between expectations and their current reality. This is an honest comparison of the intended destination and where it appears we are currently headed. Okay. Another tip, have a compass and course correction discussion. What we need to do to get back on course. You may find out you did not provide the training and resources necessary for this project. And it's, you're the reason it's not succeeding, or maybe your original expectations weren't realistic. And this gives you a chance to correct as well. Agree upon an action plan. Reset or reaffirm expectations as needed. Clearly ask if there are any training or resource needs that are affecting the ability to complete the project and provide what is reasonable. Adjust timeline of the expectation if needed. Review and praise work completed so far and, and any creative or innovative contributions. So don't make this all just about 
um, criticism, right? If there's parts of the project that are going well, use this time to mention those things and praise the work that's been completed. And then the last tip, then schedule the next checkup, right? You're having your weekly one-on-one meetings, right? Those are very important. Make sure you're going to ask about this next time and make sure they know they're going to be asked about this in a week, okay? So in a longer discussion, um, I could probably put some more meat on that skeleton outline, but the point is to assume your staff are the leaders and professionals you believe them to be and treat them as such. No one does their best work under a microscope or threat of discipline. If you find there are personal weaknesses that are getting in the way of the employee completing the task and nothing to do with training, resources, or things outside of their control, then try to partner for success by adding a team member to the project who has those needed strengths, especially if there is a hard deadline. Offer coaching to your staff in the areas of need. Bring incentives to the area of need and improvement to help them push past their comfort zones and grow in those areas. Might make this project longer than wanted, but but it'll keep a stronger employee for the next project. Okay, assign a mentor in a positive way to help them. An outside mentor, or at least from a different team, division, etc., it is better than a, like a close peer mentor. If the mentor is from the same team, it can feel embarrassing and it's hard to admit to someone you work alongside with day in and day out um, that you're struggling or don't know something. Um, the main idea here is to make every encounter with your staff a development um, or an encouragement encounter and, and make sure it has structure and healthy boundaries and not be a gotcha or shame or defensiveness or discouragement encounter. In other words, leave people better than you found them, even those who you may not think deserve it. Good people will step up and want to do better when valued and encouraged or called up. But even the best people will become disengaged and low producers when treated as such. One thing I learned as a pastor of many years is that most of the time you don't need to call out a person's sin, right? We all pretty much know when we're messing up. It's far better to come alongside and privately ask, hey, You look like you might be struggling a little bit. How can I help? It's better to say that than to say, hey, I can't believe you missed that deadline. I'm so disappointed in your performance lately. What gives, right? According to Gallup, only 2% of employees regularly feel disengaged when receiving regular feedback that also notices what's good about them, compared to over 40% of disengagement when they are ignored. How great could your team be if it was 20 to 30% more engaged with your purpose and with your vision, with your mission. Let's just all be mindful of the cultures we are creating, all right? And let's, let's, let's invest in them, and let's just find out what an extra 20 or 30% can do. Dream about that today. See what you can do. See if any of these tips will help you when you're giving feedback. Remember, there's no such thing as constructive criticism. Constructive is building up. Criticism is tearing down. So if it's going to be constructive, it's just feedback. It's just a check-in. We can leave criticism in the 1950s. Right now, trust people, pour into people, coach people, let them know that you're on their side, and you're going to resource them and train them for what they need. And where they fall short, you're going to coach them and provide a way. If you do all that and you still need to let somebody go, you will know at the end of the day, 
that you did everything in your power to make them successful. And that is important for the longevity of you as a manager yourself and for the culture you're working in, the team you're building, and the legacy you're all going to leave in a great product or great service in the market. Until next time, this is Russell Harbaugh. This has been your Morning Momentum. This is Russell Harbaugh, and I hope you really enjoyed today's encouragement from Morning Momentum. If you did, I'd love for you to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcast listening from and leave a positive review, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and share with any uh, friends or family or coworkers who might uh, benefit from the daily motivation, wisdoms, and and nuggets of, of training that I'll be doing as I go forward in this. If uh, you ever need help with um, personal or professional development, team development, um, or anything to do with marketing or, or business systems from collections to to uh, invoicing, all the way up to strategy and vision and mission, um, board retreats, how to network properly, how to use lead groups, BNIs, uh, network at Chamber of Commerce, any of those kind of things and get the maximum benefit from those, please don't hesitate to go to timeforvision.net and click the button that says free consultation. And one of our team members will get back with you and we'll just uh, figure out how we may be able to help and, and pour into you and help you with your business. Till next time, this is Russell Harbaugh, the caffeinated leader from thecaffeinatedleader.com. See you in the morning.